BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Elbow grease and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles in a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is CarPro USA, where you always get straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. The CarPro is Jerry Reynolds, a former two-time winner of USA Today's Dealer of the Year Award. The kind of guy who walks into a store and starts comparing price to value. His sidekick is Radio Hall of Famer Kevin McCarthy. The kind of guy who walks into the dollar store and keeps asking, How much is this? Over and over as he shops. Here they are now on CarPro USA. So what's happening? I'll tell you what's happening here. We're helping people make good car buying decisions. And I will do that for you. Our phone number is 800 926-7777 and if you hear somebody hang up have that number ready and hit it as soon as you hear someone hang up because right this moment our lines are full but every time i talk to somebody that opens one up carprousa.com that's the website that's where you'll find all my car reviews including last week's review of the audi e-tron gt a super fast $161,000 Audi sedan. Uh, just was a ton of fun to drive. Had a little range anxiety because I don't have a fast charger at my house. Um, I'm going to. That's something I've got to do. I'm just kind of looking around to try to find one that's universal, that'll fit all cars, all electric cars. Haven't been able to do that yet, but I will. And when I do, then I'll have one and I'll have I won't have to worry about, you know, by the middle of the week, uh, not having any juice in my electric car that I'm reviewing. Kevin McCarthy is my trusty sidekick. What's happening? Well, I just learned something again, new every day that we do the show. I had no idea that different chargers would only fit certain cars. That's what I'm told, uh, which makes sense, uh, Tesla says they're going to come, they're going to make their future chargers to fit every car. Well, you know, just thinking of the alternative, going to the gas station, every car in America made in Europe, made Korea, wherever, the fuel nozzle always fits. Yeah. I'd be really upset if I bought a level two charger or something in anticipation of my new electric car and found out that, oops, doesn't fit. Well, we were talking about this last night, and my wife says, well, what do you do if there's a power outage? I said, what do you do if there's a power outage with a gas car? The pumps don't work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that. 
Good point. <laughs> but I do, I do love electric cars when I have them. I had two last week, and I haven't finished the second review, which was of the Kia EV6, which is which was a great electric car. I mean, it was, it drove great. It was. It's it's similar to the it's a sister car to the Hyundai Ionic Five, and we did review it, and it was terrific. Uh, good-looking car. The CV6 was a good-looking car. So I'll have that probably sometime this, sometime this week, along with the review from this week, which is the 2022 Infiniti Q50 Sensory Edition sedan. Nice car. Uh, you know, not, and I said it when I shot video with it, not an overly exciting car, not super fast. Uh, gas mileage is good. Interior is good. Price point is good. Fifty-two grand on the MSRP. Although I did note in the review that for fifty-two grand, kind of thought it ought to have air-conditioned seats and a power trunk closer. Uh, two things that I actually love on cars. I, I, both those would be a must-have for me. You know my deal breaker. Spot monitoring. My deal maker in or deal breaker in that area. What's that? I'm with you on blind spot monitoring and backup cameras and everything. If I can't get a heated steering wheel in the vehicle, yeah, uh-uh. see, I could care less about that. You got those little bitty girl hands over there. Well, they they get cold. Well, sure they do. <laughs> <laughs> Look at them. <laughs> you probably keep lotion on them. Vernon in San Antonio, you're first this hour. Vernon, what is happening? Hello, sir. How are you doing today? I'm just doing fine. What can I help you with? I have a 21 Toyota Tacoma with 48,000 miles on it, and I, I want to get rid of it. Here's my story. I bought some land, so I need a bigger truck, but I don't want to get a new truck because it's going to be out on land, get scratched up. Yeah. Uh, I want something that'll pull a... Uh, 16 to 18 foot trailer, so you a bigger trailer. I think I, I got a 99 F-150, but my son said the timing chain tensioner went out on that 5.4. Yeah. So when I looked at it, they said, you just good to go buy a new uh, new engine. Yep. Uh, so a new engine, you're talking five to $7,000. Yeah, I don't and recommend that. To rebuild that. What's that? I, I, I don't recommend buying a new engine for uh, a truck that age. I mean, you, you, can, you can do that, and then Another big expense comes along, and you end up. Next thing you know, you've yeah. you could have bought a nice used truck. Yeah, so that's what I'm thinking. That that truck's been sitting for a little bit, but uh, what, what I'm looking at is a place where I could take this home. It's, like I said, it's 21, 48,000 miles on it. Obviously, it's all highway. Uh, and some place to take and do a good exchange on. What's what would you recommend getting? Something like I said that'll pull that trailer. Uh, with the tractor on a small tractor, something like that. What do you think the weight of the trailer and the tractor together are? Um, that'd be a wag. I have no idea for sure. I know the tractor. It's just a little Ford eight in, little four cylinder. Uh, it's nineteen forty eight, so it's not very much. Not you know, not a lot of weight there. Yeah, I would still give it that and the shredder. I would still give it the shredder's heavy. I would say probably a ton and a half. Okay, uh, I I would I would seriously doubt if it's a ton and a half. Um, I mean, three, I don't think so either. But that's what 
It could be. I I could it could be. I you know, for for the application that you need, I still think the F one fifty is uh, the way to go with a truck. They're just so tough, you know. Uh, there's trucks that I find drive better or ride better and you know, personally I own a GMC truck. But I think for a work application, the Ford is that I mean there's there's a reason it's been the best selling truck in America for forty five years. And most of that is people who have bought them over and over and over again and a lot of companies use them. Uh, talk to talk to Henry Finley at McCombs Ford West. He's at my website under Find Your Car Pro and see what he's got in a used F-150. Uh, your Tacoma's worth a lot of money. The Tacoma market right now is sky high because there's no new ones around. So even though it's got 48,000 miles, that's not going to make any difference. It's still worth a lot of money. And so I think I would take advantage of this market right now if you can find another truck that'll do the job. I like the 3.5 EcoBoost if you find one of those. Good luck. The next time International Talk Like a Pirate Day rolls around, tell your friends you got advice from the Car Pro. Call 1 800 926 7777. Here at CarPro USA, in my experience, I asked somebody about a wreck they've had, and you know, I said, What happened? And they go, I don't know. It all happened so fast. Always does. Well, in the all happened so fast category, um, this is what the fourth year that you have done a remembrance of Kaylee Mills. Yes, fourth year. And happened so fast is an understatement of what happened to her. Oh my God, I I, I don't know. It's hard to explain why I was so touched by that story, but I was. Um, you know, beautiful sixteen year old girl had her whole life in front of her. Uh, unlatches her seatbelt for a fraction of a moment just so she could lean over and take a picture with her two girlfriends in the back seat of a car when it hit a tree. I believe it was a tree. Um, and her life was snuffed out just like that. She was thrown from she the was car. Thrown from the car. And, you know, who, who would think that just – you know, just un- a second here. Lean over here. Unlatch- <laughs> yeah, unlatching a seatbelt for that long. I mean, oh, it's in the newsletter if you want to join it and read her story. It's pretty fascinating. Her parents have done a fantastic job educating people about what happened, etc. And uh, there's a Haley Mills Foundation that you can contribute to if you would like to. I certainly have. But right now, let's go to James in Malibu Canyon, California. Hi, James. Hi, Jerry. Your show's been a big help. Well, thank you. Appreciate that. What can I do for you today? Well, during the thick of the COVID, I had to pick up a car, just a used car, and I almost fell for the two most important words in the automotive industry. Pretty sells. (laughs) And It does. It it worked for Kevin. Yeah, see? There you go. (laughs) But I ended up getting a Toyota Camry instead. Okay. And the thing is amazing. It's more loyal than an old dog. Yep. And just I, great cars. Wonderful. 
Yeah, but uh, for some reason, it had a salvage title. But the thing is immaculate. We kept it in a garage. The guy took perfect care of it, and he fixed it. We don't even know what was wrong with it. But that means the insurance company is not going to pay much if it ever gets in a crash. That's correct. So, yeah, well, what I'm interested in I, I said another Toyota, but I want to know the difference between, so I like the, like the RAV4. It's great. Maybe the hybrid. Yeah. But what's the difference between the Toyotas and the Lexus? Because those those Lexus look like Darth Vader. Yeah, they do. The grill is uh, it's kind of a love it or hate it. Some people love it. Some people just absolutely hate it. Um, it doesn't bother me. I've grown used to it. Uh, and when you're behind the wheel, you can't see it anyway. So that that's I mean that's something. Lexus is just such a good car. I mean you get more standard equipment with a Lexus than you do a comparable Toyota. Uh, I think you'll get more sound deadening inside. You'll certainly get nicer seats. You'll get nicer wood uh, around with it. But, you know, from a drive perspective of just how one drives versus the other, they're actually very comparable. But then you look at resale value. Lexus resale is amazing. So spend it now, spend it later, get it back later. If, you know, I mean, it it kind of it just kind of comes down to what's important to you. If you're looking for, uh, you know, the cheapest driving that you can do, it's the Toyota for sure. If you're looking for a little more enjoyable drive and better resale value, it's the Lexus, and kind of it's just that simple. All right, uh, you know, I drive cars until they basically I don't sell them, I bury them. Right. What year is that Camry with the salvage title? Well, you know, it's an 03, but I can't tell because it was immaculate. Yeah. No foot has ever touched the carpet. And look, it, it, a salvage title on a car that age is not the kiss of death by any stretch of the imagination. It's not It's not going to kill the value of it. it. It may hurt it slightly, but it's not a big deal, especially if it's a nice car and it looks good and it runs and drives well. There's always people looking for a car like that out in the open market if you want to sell it yourself. Yeah, I would have to. A, a dealer can't deal with it, obviously. No, they, they will. They'll trade for it, but they're going to knock. You know, they're just going to knock the value so bad. I think if you, as a guy that's been driving it, can talk to a prospective buyer, it's a great Craigslist car. You know, I don't know what you paid for it, but in this market today. You know, it may bring four to five thousand dollars. That would not surprise me in the least, even with the salvage title. That's just kind of the price point today. So give us some thought. You know, they're both the Lexus and the Toyota are both exceptional vehicles as far as quality and reliability. I do appreciate the call, James. Take care of yourself. Whether to buy new or used, when to trade in your old car, Jerry Reynolds can help. Call the Car Pro, 1-800-926-7777. Next up is John in San Antonio, Texas. Hello, John. What can I help you with? Hey, Jerry. I just had a, a question for you. Um, uh, I'm a, a longtime listener. I've called many, many times. You're... Uh, You've always given me great advice. Um, so I have a 2018 F-150 with a premium tow package. I love the truck. 
41,000 miles, hasn't done me wrong, 3.5 V6 with a, free, with a 3.55 gear ratio you, re- you recommended for towing right. a trailer. Now, I have stumbled upon a 2022 F-150, same Lariat, uh, same package, but it's a hybrid. Yeah. And I'm wondering what your thoughts are about the hybrid and if it's even worth the extra money and the uh, interest that I'm, I would have to pay now compared to my, you know, three point something percent I have now compared to what we're looking at nowadays. Well, overall I, with gas prices, I had the power boost hybrid um, earlier this year, uh, and if you'll use the search box at the top right and just put in F one fifty hybrid, or you can put in power boost, it'll pull it up. Uh, the okay. the truck was exceptional and. Like I often do with alternative fuel vehicles like hybrids, I, I do the math for you. You know, what the upcharge okay. for the power boost system is $2,500. So what I look at is how long does it take you to get that 2500 back? My math in that case was you would save uh, $375 a year. Now, that was at $3 a gallon which it was when I did this mm-hmm. review. So the, the savings would be greater now. But even at $3 a gallon, the time to break even was six years. And so, for, okay. you know, I thought it was worth it. And I made the comment, what, you know, would I opt for the power boost? And I said I would for sure. Um, it's got an onboard generator. It's got a lot of neat features, um, you know, and I think from a resale standpoint, it's going to do extremely well. Uh, and, and the towing capacity is not diminished. It's, it's enhanced. It'll tow 12,700 pounds. So before we run out of time, I will tell you to read my review at carprousa.com. I explain it all there. I think it's a great truck. Get your bets now, ladies and gentlemen. If you're not looking at a CarPro recommended dealer, you're just rolling the dice. Call the car pro for a sure thing at 1-800-926-7777. This is CarPro USA, and this week we published uh, a thing unique to Texas. If you're living in or listening in Houston or somewhere else in Texas, it's Definitely of interest to you. If you're in California, you can kind of find out a little bit about what Texas is like. Anyway, the Texas Auto Riders Association Roundup, where they get all the riders and a whole bunch of cars and trucks together and run them around the speedway and talk about them and stuff. The overall award winners this year, the Family Vehicle of Texas, Chrysler Pacifica Hybrid. Yeah. Performance vehicle, the Lexus LC 500, which Mm -hmm. I'd love to have. Yeah, nice car. The CUV of Texas, the Hyundai Ionic 5, which also won as the electric vehicle of Texas, the Hyundai. Yeah. And Amy went to the the Auto Riders uh, Roundup. I did not go. Uh, She's an officer. She's their PR person, I think besides what she does for us. But anyway, um, really wasn't that many cars there this year because of the shortages. So, you know, Stellantis showed up, certainly. 
uh, Kia and, Hybr- and Hyundai showed up. Lexus. Yeah, Lexus and Toyota showed up. So you mean the results are a little bit influenced by who came to play? Well, I mean, if you only got a limited number of cars to choose from and ride about, then, yeah, it's going to skew things just a little bit. Just a little bit. But, you know, still, it was fun, and there was a lot of good information. Oh, I did have a question for you. Another educational moment. The feature awards. The best new feature was Hyundai's vehicle-to-load V2L function. Yeah. What is that? I have no idea. (laughs) Thanks for asking. I finally stumped you. (laughs) Yes. None of the Hyundais I've reviewed had anything like that. So I'll, I'll check it out. Okay. Victor in Brunswick, Ohio, welcome. You are up on CarPro USA. Good afternoon, Jerry, and uh, you too, Kevin. Thank you. Thanks, pal. Um, I've called you in the past, years ago, actually. Uh, I called for your advice when I was trying to decide between a Toyota and a Jeep when you suggested taking a look at the Subaru. Um, ended up purchasing or yeah, purchasing the uh, Subaru Outback for that year. Yeah. That was back in 2017. I actually purchased it in 2016. Um, I know my question um, today just seems like I'm getting ahead of things here, but I'm thinking about our current lease that we have now on our 2020 that we leased back in April from uh, Sarah Subaru. And um, we uh, took out a three-year lease with 12,000 miles. And after looking at your end-of-lease options for seniors, I recently looked at the residual value of the lease card, which is at 22360 plus taxes and fees. We originally put 5,000 down, and when we made the decision to lease it with 12,000 miles instead of the 10,000, it now has 17,300 in just over two years. Um, that 2017 Outback, um, I have just over 63,000 miles on it, and this was paid for when we bought it. Right. So because of new car values and leasing values are constantly changing, uncertainty in the markets and the future and how many years it's going to be asking like this, um, I just wanted to get your thoughts on um, whether I should consider purchasing it outright at the end of lease for that um, 22360 value that they have it listed as, plus the fees and all that. Well, we know it's at least $5,000 under market value, right? Um, yeah, at least. <laughs> and it may be more. I'm just being conservative. You know, it's a lot more. Anytime, yeah, go ahead. Anytime you can buy a car that far under market value that you know the car, you know the history, yeah, I say buy it. I mean, unless there's something else out in the market that you love or would rather have, then you know Subaru by now. You know it's a great car. You know it'll last for a long, long time. Virtually trouble-free. Yeah, I'd, I'd buy it. I'd buy it and finance it and get an extended warranty or pay cash, whichever. Uh, works for you, but you know, putting money down on a lease, as I've told you, you know, doesn't help you at the end of the lease. You got the rare opportunity to recoup what you put down on the lease plus more equity on top of that. It'll never happen again. Okay. Don't get spoiled, but you could certainly do it right now. Uh, one other question, if you don't mind me asking. Um, we're planning a vacation, and um, I was thinking about uh, uh, leasing a larger vehicle just for the, the, the vacation travel time. Yeah. Um, any suggestions on something with four adults for comfort ride? 
Well, any of the SUVs, if you can find one, because rental cars are really short right now, if you could find a Toyota Highlander, uh, a Ford Explorer, a Nissan Murano, uh, all those are comfortable for four people, and they won't break the bank with gas. You're just gonna have to. You're gonna have to look. I mean, new cars are so short; the rental companies can't get them. I'm seeing the rent car companies every week buying at the auction, buying vehicles with, you know, fifteen to twenty thousand miles. They're overpaying for them, but it doesn't matter because they're not going to sell them for a long time, and they're going to rent them in in between. So they're out there. You just got to look a little bit and see okay. what you can find. But I I definitely go with the SUV. I think you'd be very happy with that. I do appreciate the call, Victor. It's nice talking to you again. Uh, always let me know how I can help. David in Los Angeles, welcome. Hi, Jerry. Um, got a question for you about a Mercedes EQS. Yes. Have you ever reviewed one of those? No, I have not. They just are hitting the dealers right now. Um, and with the shortages out there, I don't know how soon I'll get my hands on one. I have requested it because... I think it's just a beautiful car, um, you know, and and I wasn't shocked by the price. I mean, the base price starts at about a hundred grand, which when you look at the interior and the dash of that thing, oh my gosh, it is just a stunning vehicle. The range is good too, but it's just too early for me to comment on really anything as far as how it rides, how it drives, et cetera, et cetera. I'll have one, and I'll probably have it pretty quick. If they're hitting the dealers now, there'll probably be one in the press pool within 30 days or so. And when that happens, I'll jump on it. Yeah, I've looked at uh, the one at my local Mercedes dealer, and, um, oh, the thing is just gorgeous. I've test-driven it, and you better have the seatbelt on tight because it just goes. That's what electric cars do. That's the the acceleration uh, and the equivalent of torque in a gasoline-powered vehicle is just amazing. It's outstanding. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, right now i got a uh, 2015 Mercedes E350. It's about 80,000 miles on it. Right. And normally I would keep, like, for a minimum 10 years. The thing's been pretty much trouble-free. And so I... But it's like, I see this thing, and it's like, I just want to get it. I'm with you. It, it reminds me of the Lucid, uh, which I have been in love with since the day they started building those. Uh, the interior and the dash and things really reminds me of that. But, you know, there's just so many other pl- – the plus of the Mercedes is there's so many places that you can service it if you need to, and that's a problem with Lucid because they're a startup. They're a brand-new company. But you're ahead of me, pal. You've driven one. I have not, but I hope to soon. And when I do, you can bet I'll let you know what I think. Don't be SOL when you buy an SUV. Call the car pro for the right deal at dealer. 1-800-926-7777. Last call to sign up for the newsletter today, including the top 10 small SUV sales last month. Uh, Jerry's true stories from a car dealer number two, the camper, the all-time topper, the funniest one he wrote out of the 40, and more. 
Sign up at the website, carprousa.com, and modern technology means you'll get your newsletter back in just a moment or two. Yes, you will. Don in Cypress, Texas. Welcome. Don, what can I help you with? Hi, Jay. Um, I've been driving a uh, Toyota Avalon since 2006. Yeah. We like the cars and so forth. Was planning on buying a new one. Of course, now they're being discontinued. I just wondered your thoughts on buying a car that's discontinued as far as being made anymore. How long do you typically keep a car? Uh, I keep them a long time now. Then it wouldn't make any difference that it's discontinued. I mean, the only the only fear of a discontinued car is not parts or service or being able to, you know, take care of things with it. The only risk with a discontinued car is resale value. If you're going to keep it 10 years, resale value is out the window. It doesn't make any difference. So, yeah, I mean... I'm I'm disappointed they're doing away with the Avalon. I was shocked to 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 read that, but cars are, and when I say cars, I mean sedans, just aren't uh-huh. selling anymore. And that has been one of the best cars ever. And you could almost see it coming when they discontinued the Lexus GS, and which was its sister car. And I thought at that time because the GS has been gone now quite a while, uh, a couple of years. And I thought, gosh, either if they do away with the GS, maybe that'll make the Avalon sell because people often trade, go between Toyotas and Lexuses. But it didn't, and they decided to discontinue it. I hate to see it. But I would certainly uh, grab one of the last ones before they stop, and you'll be good for another 10 years or more. Yeah, I'm just uh, not sure you can find them that easily now either. Well, if you'll talk to Nate Murphy, he's the vice president and general manager at Fred Has Toyota World. He's at my website under Find Your Car Pro. They're the biggest Toyota dealer in Texas. And if anybody's no good, if anybody's got one, uh, he'll have it. And if he doesn't have it on the ground, he'll have it coming in, and he'll take good care of you. These things have not been as much in in demand as SUVs and pickups have been. I mean, that's just that's just the nature of it, and that's why they're going away. I mean, it's that simple. Big cars are big cars are a dying breed, but doggone it, I like them. I don't care what anybody says. I like a big I like sedan. I just One like to ride and drive. If I can, Jerry, what I'm, do you think the car manufacturers are going to do about this? Uh, um, catalytic converters being stolen well they'll come up with some anti-theft things i'm sure you know they can't put them on permanently because they're going to have to be replaced at some point Uh, but i think they'll probably either come with some sort of uh, shield over them that maybe is welded i know a lot of the muffler shops are doing that right now and making good money on them Uh, i don't I don't know of any type of alarm they could put on it because of the massive amount of heat that comes out of a catalytic converter. Uh, So, you know, I don't know the answer to that, but they're going to have to do something because it is a major problem and it's becoming an even bigger problem as we go along. Um, These guys that are stealing them have gotten real good. They can turn one in about two minutes 
and that's why they pick vehicles that set up really well so they can slide under there and and do it undetected. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many people I've talked to that have had that happen to them. I got to run, Don, but talk to Nate. Great guy. Now, they're open Sunday and closed on Saturday, so bear that in mind. Okay, there's new car, used, certified, pre-owned, or maybe leasing is the way to go. There are lots of choices, and Jerry Reynolds, the car pro, can help you find the right one. Call him now at 1-800-926-7777. Greetings to Michael in Sugarland, Texas, in the Houston market. Michael, what can I help you with? Hey, Jerry. Um, my daughter is having a problem with a Kia. She purchased brand new in 2017 after Hurricane Harvey. Uh, Kia extended the uh, warranty on the engine uh, to 150,000 miles, but uh, the because of bad rod bearings. And uh, in this case, they don't want to honor the warranty over a software upgrade that she said she never had uh, any notice of or she would have got it done. So I'm wondering if you can help us out with it. Well, has she talked to anybody at Kia themselves? Uh, She's talking to uh, Gay Kia in uh, Webster. Okay. She needs to go directly to Kia and talk to them. Here's here's what happens. And it was this way when I was in the car business. When you want something from the factory that's out of warranty, it's what we call an after-warranty adjustment, Um, it's easier for Kia to tell the dealer to tell her no than it is for Kia to tell her no directly. And Gay Family Kia is a great dealership, but they don't control, you know, what's covered and what's not covered. They have no control over that. I didn't need, no dealer does. So have her open a file with Kia. There, there will be a contact us button at the bottom of Kia.com and tell her to open a file and plead her case uh, and let them know what is going on. And maybe they'll step in. My experience has been Kia is pretty good about things like this. They step up and so does Hyundai. So try that, and let's see what happens, and I hope everything works out for her. I know that's uh, that's distressing, as it, as it should be. I appreciate the call. It's not an accident. Jerry Reynolds is called a car pro for a reason. Call him now at 1-800-926-7777. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. 